This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Till I Die podcast. It was a huge game. Without a shadow of a doubt, the biggest game of the season. And we've not only bottled it and lost the game, we've been absolutely humiliated. And I feel that that could be it in terms of any chances of survival this season. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. I'm James Mapping, and this week I'm joined by Alex. Alex, first of all, how are you? Had a decent weekend? Oh, other than the football, of course. Yeah, it's been steady away, mate. What about you? Yeah, it's been, uh, been decent. I mean, today I've done probably one of the most dullest but yet most satisfying things that you can do. I've been to the tip. I know that sounds really boring, but it's one of them things Damn that... job. <laughs> it's one of them things that when you when you get there, you have that urge to just throw whatever you're chucking away as far and as hard as possible. And you, I don't know, you just get, you kinda get your anger out. And if, um, if there's anything there that can smash, you make sure that it smashes into a thousand pieces. And even better still, if there's something that someone's already put in, in there that can be smashed, you aim for it. And I don't know why it is. You just kind of have that kind of <laughs> urge to do it. And I, you know, everyone listening will be probably thinking exactly the same. You cannot just go there and just place it in nicely. You have to, like I said, you have it's to just, long, yeah, you just have to lob it as far as you possibly can. Um, but yeah, and also you have to do it in as least trips possible. I don't mean back home and back. I mean, you've got to pick... Cars touching wheels. Yeah, no, you're, you're picking everything up. You've got all your hands full, everything. You you, you know, you cannot be going backwards and forwards. You know, it's like when you bring it shopping in, isn't it? you've got a bag on every finger. <laughs> why, why is it you do that? It takes you longer to load everything up than it does actually, you know... It hurts as well. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, amount of times I've like, you know, can't even... Can't even lock the car. I ain't got enough hands and fingers and whatever <laughs> to do it. But you know, it's um, 
I've no idea why I do that as well. It's just like subconsciously, you just you just have to do it. It's mad. Um, but no, all the uh, all good. I seem to have calmed down a little bit after yesterday. Um, obviously, recording this on Sunday night, I was there at the John Smith Stadium. Um, I don't get to many away games, but you know, it's one that I've never done before. You know, the I want to call it the Gal. We called the Gal Farm. Is that right? Gal Farm at one point. That must have been some years ago. That yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I, I real. I didn't realize it was as old as what it was. I mean, I say old, like 1994. I think it was built. Um, I always it call looks it, fairly modern, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but I always call it the um, poor man's Reebok, not knowing that the Reebok <laughs> was was built after and by the same people. So, uh, um, but yeah, so yeah, take that one off. That were. You know, I said, I don't get to many. I think the one I went to this season being Leeds away. So, uh, yeah, the two local-ish ones. But uh, not seeing a win away from home. To be fair, even if you've gone to all of them, you're not going to see many wins away from home, are you? But no, it was um, it was all right. I mean, I'd preferred not to not to gone. You know, uh, having something to... Uh, Having something to eat before, and I should have stayed there and not bothered about the football and had a few more beers. But um, you know, yeah. it was it were just do you know what one of them where I mean, obviously we'll get on to the, the the game in in a second, but it was just I just felt embarrassed by it all. I would have stood there. I mean, I stayed right until the bitter end. You know, I, I can't berate people for leaving early and then not and then not to do it myself. You know, so I, I were there right until the end. Uh, but no, people that left early, I, I do not blame them one bit. Um, but you just, you know, one of the biggest games. It's the embarrassment season. of walking out and everyone, because you, you literally walk away with the home fans at Huddersfield. So, 4 0 against Huddersfield, it's not good walking for a car park together, is it? <laughs> no, it, it did, you know, it did feel shit and what have you. You know, they're all jumping for joy. You know, it felt very much like Barnsley last season as well. That one the same, because, you know, you walk in again with all the Barnsley fans in there, you know, they've just won the cup final and everything. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't it just didn't feel right. But, you know, like I said, it's a stadium ticked off in it at the end of the day, <laughs> if anything else. Um, let's get on to the starting lineup then, Alex. Um, three changes from the side that drew 0-0 with Watford in midweek. Uh, in came Michael Ahequa, uh, Pedersen and Smith. Out went Fameiwo, Johnson and Windass. It was Beadle in goal, Valentin, Ahequa, Bernard and Pedersen, Palmer and Bannon, Gasama, Ugbo and Masaba uh, and Michael Smith leading the line up top. Uh, Alex, what did you make to that lineup overall when you saw it, you know, when it comes out at two o'clock in the afternoon? Were you were you pleased? Were you shocked? What, what you know, what, what were you like? No, I'm not really shocked. I mean, Smith over kind of match against a young defence, I just don't get because Smith, I just, I mean, he can finish Carty, but running ability, it's about... Uh, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Let's be honest, against a fast defence, but uh, on paper it looks like a fairly good team. Like you look at it, and you're not you're not disappointed, but you're not like it's it's a steady team that's just, that should on paper be be competing. It's like if you could write a team that you'd want, barring Smith for me, that that'd be yeah, that'd be the kind of what I'd go for. I'd put, maybe put Cadam Archer starting up front over him, but other than that, it's a fairly solid team. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, there was no Johnson, there was no Windass either. Um, I mean, on the on the, on the Johnson saga, uh, I mean, Danny Real said he's picked up a, a bit of a little injury. Rumours are that he's got face on for, for not being allowed to go to Ipswich in the January transfer window. I mean, if it's the latter, and I hope that it isn't, um, then for me, 
he's kind of done to be honest, which is a massive shame yes. because for you know I, I do think he's you know he's one of the most influential players that we've got, and especially you know again we'll come on to it in a bit, but in terms of crossing the ball Probably into the box. Score. Well, he's the only one that can score. He's the only one that can cross the ball into the box as well. We haven't got anyone else that can do it in the way that he does. You know, Paul Valentin ain't going to do it on the other side. Um, you know, obviously Ma- Ma- Marvin Johnson can. Gassama and Masaba aren't renowned for for their crossing ability. They they're more you know inverted wingers. I don't think I've ever seen Masaba uh, Gassama sorry cross the ball. He just yeah head down and go exactly. Which so. I did find it a bit a bit strange that that we went for Smith because you know Smith he's tall he's, he's fairly strong you know I, don't, I know he's not scored many goals with his head and you know famously missed a few uh, against Ipswich which he perhaps should have should have put away that people uh, still berating for but I just feel that I don't know that the, the whole lineup did not really make sense it was it was almost like he'd made his mind up and then the Johnson thing was kind of a bit of a bit of an afterthought at the end and. You know, I think we, I think we missed him massively. In, you know, in terms of Johnson, just lacking that kind of that cutting edge, and I know, yeah, getting forward. Yeah, and and I, and I know he sometimes frustrates people, and you know, it frustrates myself, especially when we're kicking towards the cop at home, and he's on my side, and he's he's there in front of me, and it, it is a bit frustrating when you think you just get forward. But you know, I, th- I thought that we we massively liked that. To be honest, and you know, I, I had a bit of a rumor before kickoff that 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 was going to happen, that Marvin Johnson weren't going to be playing, and I was just hoping and praying that that rumor were wrong. But you know, we'll we'll see. I don't think it's the first time we've um, we've heard stories about his attitude. Though I heard quite a few people in that Discord chat saying the same as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, that with the whole Cisco Munoz thing and being frozen out, and I mean, look, if if you know, if if it is that he has got face on and stuff, I mean. <sighs> I know football is a is a job to the players. You know, it, it is when you when it boils down to it, it is just a job. But for all the you know, all right, it'd been trek poorly by by Cisco and everything else. But I think the fans, you know, kept behind him, you know, all the way through. Yeah. And if it is that he that he's you know refusing to play, which like I said, I I really hope it isn't, and I do hope it is just an injury that he has picked up in training. I just feel like that's just like two fingers up to the fans more than anything else. Um, yeah. I, I know, I know, it's two fingers up to to Chantiri and everything else, you know, for, for not letting him go. If that is the case, of course, I just want to stress that that's not, you know, he's just rumours at the moment. But like I said, we we did hear that before kickoff, and then you know, he, he didn't he didn't start. But um, but yeah, and, and it just leaves a bit of a poor taste in my mouth. And the fact, even though we missed him so much, in me, I just think like that's it, you're done. If that you know, if that is true, what's yeah. what's actually happened? I don't think you can come back from that personally. If you, it's like the whole Forestry area side. If you're refusing to play, it's it, yeah, it's just it, once a player gets that mindset, it don't matter how good they are. For me, it's it's one of them where see you. Like, do you know what I mean? I'd rather not have them around the team. It's, it's, we, when you're in a relegation battle, you don't need someone walking out the pitch not wanting to be there. That's it, exactly. That this is more than ever where you need everyone to come together as a team, and you know, look. Like I said, I think we've heard it before about his his attitude, which surprises me. Really, he doesn't come across as that sort of person that would that would do that. It's not really. It's normally the flamboyant ones that are that you know kind of get a bit of a strop on and stuff. But he he's, he doesn't strike me as that person, which does make me you know when I first heard about it, I was like, really? Like it doesn't seem that that type of person. I mean, the one that was missing, I thought we missed a lot of, and you know, every time he doesn't play, we do 
seem to struggle is Josh Windass. I mean, that is a huge blow in it when when Josh Windass is not playing. He came off at half time against Watford. Windass is one of them players he might not do out for 70 minutes, but then he'll go do something ridiculous and he'll get a goal. And it's just always one of them players you want to have on the pitch. And he like, he, he, we know he's probably a bit too good for the team. So yeah. he, when you have got him there, obviously you want him, you want to keep him there. Yeah, I mean, he's got 37 goals. But is he another one that's... Yeah, I'm just saying he's got 37 goals, Sorry. 54 goal involvements in 129 appearances for Sheffield Wednesday since he, since he came to the club. So it's kind of one in in less than three games, you know, either a goal or an assist. So he, he is vital. But I, I had a look at some some numbers as well. And, um, I mean, he's, uh, in terms of full seasons that he's had at Sheffield Wednesday, he missed five games in the first one. 37, this is league fixtures, by the way, 37 in the second season, 12 uh, last season. He's already missed 10 games so far. Now, obviously, he could miss it for other reasons, but nine times out of 10, if Josh Windass is not playing, it's not because he's not being picked. It's normally because he's injured. You know, because it because for me, Josh Windass yeah. plays for me now. Yeah, I mean, I love Josh Windass. Obviously, who doesn't? Who isn't involved with the club? But I think it's time to cash in on him. If I'm honest, like I don't think he really cares about playing for Wednesday anymore. I mean, obviously, but he he doesn't go about it that way. Obviously, he still puts himself about, but. I think if anyone bigger than Wednesday came, I think by the end of the season he'd go. Yeah. So I think I would need to cash in on him. I don't think he'd play in League One again if we did get relegated, put it that way. Yeah, it's a funny one with Josh because he does give across them sort of vibes when he's playing on the pitch and everything. Um, but speaking to people that, that like know him personally and, and everything, in training and, and in his personal life, he's, like, he's really not that type of person. Like He does really care about his football and, and everything else. But... I do kind of agree with you in a, in a certain way that, that the way that he conducts himself on the pitch and everything, it does give them, like, I think fans are right to think that way about him, you know, whether whether that's right or wrong and we're just getting the the wrong signals from him, but it does it does feel that way. And for me, um, what, what's that saying? It's a player's best ability is their availability. And I was looking as well, he's missed 64 games so far in his, in his Sheffield Wednesday career, so he's, he's uh, he's not played in, in 64 league games, which, again, like I said, it might not, every single one well, like, it might not be because he's injured. It might be because he's not being picked, but I don't think Two it seasons, is. Two seasons, innit? Well, nearly. Well, yeah. Uh, it's, one, it's one and a half seasons. He's played just 112 league games. He's missed 64. So he, he, on average, he plays two and misses one. Like I said, it's, it's, they might not all be down to injury, but I bet you that not, you know the vast majority are because he's injured and not because he's not being picked. If Josh Winnas is fit, yeah. he plays every single week without fail. And you know, yeah, he got his, his first name on t- team sheet for me. Like, but like, I just think it's time now to. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say it because obviously I'd, I'd love as a player you love him, but you can just tell he's. he's He's past his Wednesday peak now, do you know? Like, obviously, yeah. he gets his goals and his assists, but as a player, I just don't think he's he's too bothered yeah. anymore. Like, I, I mean, might, I might be wrong, but it's the the rumours and everything you hear about him. And yeah, for, if for, we can cash in on him now for a couple of mil, I'd, I'd definitely do it. Yeah, for me, it's obviously, you know, January transfer window's gone now, and it so we have to wait until the summer. But for me, it's not really the um, that he's past it or anything like that. It's more the um, 
it's more that when he's not playing, we miss him so much and the team is affected so much by him not playing, which I know, you know, we shouldn't just be a one-man team and everything else, you know, you know, very much like when Barry Bannon don't play, we, we, we seem to struggle, but, you know, thankfully Barry Bannon's available pretty much every single week. I just feel that because he's missed so many games in his Sheffield Wednesday career, you can never guarantee that, well, he's never had a season where he's not picked up some sort of injury. And I think like he's going to be out for, I've heard a couple of, you know, potentially a couple of weeks. I know Danny Rills said he might be a fit for fit for Friday, but, you know, we'll have to just wait and see. You know, I'll, I'd probably bet on him not playing. Um, Windass never really comes, you know, when he does get injured, he never really comes straight back. It is normally a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a slow start, uh, At least, uh, and and I don't think Danny Real likes to chuck players in. You know, he probably didn't want to chuck Pedersen in, if I'm being perfectly honest, having only had, you know, one day's training uh, with the team and everything. But yeah, I'd, it just, um, it just frustrates me. It like it had one day's training all season. <laughs> well, it did. We'll get onto that in a second. But it, it did just, I do just think with Windass, it's one of those where, yeah, uh, because we miss him so much, I'd rather as have a team kind of without him. You want to have someone there. Like I get it that we need him, but if you can get someone who's there season, or, do you know, someone's not going to pick up an injury every month and miss two games. Do you know, yeah. especially in a time like Christmas and New Year when you need to push on as a team, you get your best players injured. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's just annoying, yeah. and, and it's every season with him. Look, I'm sure he don't want to be injured. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure he doesn't want to be picking up these stupid injuries and stuff like that. But I think yeah, it's it's like the whole Massimo Luongo thing as well. Like, you know, we didn't keep him, in my opinion, because, you know, we couldn't guarantee that he could stay fit. I think he's one of Ipswich's best players now. He's, you know, he stayed fit ever since he's yeah, gone there. I've seen him play. <laughs> Not he's even picked up an injury. what they're doing in training. And so everyone's thinking, you know, we should have kept him and everything else. But, you know, you make that decision at the time that, you know, it's not quite worked at the club and you'd rather bring someone else in. You know, we brought Volks in um, to kind of yeah. replace him. And it's like, you know, I do kind of think the same. You know, I, I can't... You know, Windass as well. I can't imagine he's on... Uh, uh, I, I can probably imagine he's quite one of the highest paid as well. Yeah. So if he's missing all these games and you can get someone in who could do a similar job, not miss any games and maybe not be on as much money, it just helps... Everything as yeah. well. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say because I don't like Windows and I don't want him to leave. But you've got to think about it from a club perspective as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Let, let's um, let's talk about the game then. Well, even though we might not want to, you know, the absolute drubbing by Huddersfield. Um, Alex, does Danny Rail need to take some blame for this defeat? Because you know. It has been very much, you know, Danny Rail can do no wrong, and rightly so. You know, the the, the positivity that's that's come in since he's been here, and and how different we've been playing. But you know, I suppose the manner of the defeat, we just absolutely collapsed, didn't we? In that in that second half, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, he's got to take some. He's a manager, isn't he? and he obviously set us up. It's his team set up, and obviously he's saying what he's saying, but the players aren't good enough. Like you could have Pep in charge of us and I don't think we'd win a game. Like it's just ridiculous. Like So so do you, you do know, you think Danny Real, Danny Rose first season. Do you think Danny Real has to take some blame or he, do you think it's all on the on the players? He's got to take some blame, of course. Like he, I don't know. It's an hard one because he's not been with us that that long and we've we've all fallen in love with him because of obviously it, we've won with him. But as a manager, I do think you've got to take some, some like 
I don't know the word, but some, that's, that's what's responsibility, some yeah. responsibility for the yeah, there's some responsibility for the game. Of course you have like Smith well then again who else are we gonna put up front like Cadam March is very good but he's he's very ripe, isn't he? Like mm. in the Yorkshire Derby is he gonna put himself about? So Smith maybe is the better option, but we haven't got the players as either, like Yeah, I think for me So it's a bit it's a bit of a both, isn't it, really? Yeah, for, for me I think yeah, yeah, he has got to take you know some of the blame. You know, I don't think he's blameless. I think obviously we, you know, we, we went one goal down, and and the way that we just folded like a pack of cards. You know what I mean? Like it were, it were, it were crazy. And I think is that him being a little bit naive in that you know because we were you know all the goals other than the first one, which obviously was a, was from a corner. All the other goals were caught on the counter attack. Every single one was you know it was almost like one on one. Um, running through, and you, and and that's obviously because we're pushing to try and get that equaliser. Which, you know, it, I suppose he's damned if he do if he does, and he's damned if he doesn't. You know, if he doesn't push on, and he kind of sits back a little bit, we're going to be saying, "Come on, lads, we're one nil down. We know we're going to lose this, and we're going to be eight points behind them." Um, as it happened, you know, we, we we've kind of gone for it. And the, the the worst thing imaginable has happened, hasn't it? You know, we've conceded a second goal. It's just a freak twelve minutes that probably won't happen again all season, that, mm. or to any team. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mad because I didn't see a four nil coming either. Obviously, I was there. Um, I mean, the view I had was awful. By the way, you know, on, on the second row, you know, I couldn't. You can hardly see when things are, right. are down the other end. Um, you know, like the the chance that Ugbo had will come on to in a in a second. You know, you've no idea where it's gone or where he's hit it from or or anything really from where I was. But you know, over the over the course of the game, I thought to be honest, I thought the first half, as much as we weren't fantastic, I thought that we were doing all right. And you were a better team, if I'm honest. Yeah. In the first half, it created a bit more. But but it were two teams that you could tell that were where they were in the league. Like you could tell that they were both both bottom. It was a poor quality game, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. And I, I, I didn't really know where the goals were, were going to come from from either side, to be honest. And and the fact that I mean, I was shocked when I saw the the possession at the end of the game, and we had you know nearly sixty percent possession o- over the course of the ninety minutes, which I thought was were baffling. Really, I didn't it didn't feel like we'd had that much possession at all. You know, we dominated it in the way that we had. Um, you know, you obviously just look at the scoreline and you think four nil, and but I, I just I just didn't think it was a it was a four nil. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody will have expected a 4-0 there, to be fair. But if it were going to be anything, it'd be like, you know, an had that chance in the first half where he like, tried to kind of back heel and yeah. nearly scrambled in and keeper got there. It was just gonna, I thought if it were going to be a goal, it'd be something like that, you know, and it'd be a 1-0. Yeah. Then every then whoever scored, it puts 11 men behind the, the ball. But 4-0. Yeah. Just I don't think it reflects the game, if I'm honest. But... No, like the, the stats show itself. Like for me as well, I, I think we were. I don't know what it is. We, we, we've almost become frightened to shoot at times. You know, there were there were moments where we've got the ball on the edge of the box. Bannon uh, a couple of times had it, and you're thinking, just hit, just hit it, just shoot. There were one. I, I can't. I, I think it's nil nil at this point, and and he's tried to slip Ugbo in, um, or it might be Masaba, one of the, one of the two, and. He's just, he's just crying out to hit it, and I, I don't know why we've become almost frightened to shoot. I mean, we've, we've scored the least amount of goals in in League One, and it it's plain to see that you know there's a there's a reason why we're why we're like that, and why we're not you know not scoring as many goals because we're, we're not one we're not taking the chances, 
you could argue that we're sometimes a little bit unlucky, but I do feel like they should just just have a go and, and, and have a shot. I mean, saying that, Palmer had one, didn't he, in midweek against Watford that he went out for a throw-in, so maybe maybe not everyone there <laughs> should have uh, should have a shot. But, Alex, it was the most important game of the season so far, and we just bottled it, mate. Yeah, it, that's, that's it, isn't it? We, we, we just bottled it. And in a game, like, me personally, I think that's, that's defined the season. Do you know what I mean? I do, honestly, I think... Birmingham have hit a bit of form. They're, they're winning games and playing a bit better. I think they'll turn us over on Friday. So now we've just made it 10 times hard for ourselves with a team that really doesn't really have any depth. And yeah, it's just. Well, I was going to ask you the question, Alex. Might as well ask you it now. Like, where, where do you stand on the whole kind of are we going to stay up, are we not going to stay up scenario? I, I mean, and, and what were you like before the game? I mean, my heart says yeah, but I think my head is saying no. Probably, probably not. Like, I don't know. It's it, it's weird, and it we might win three on bounce, and then we're well up there again. It just all depends on other teams. But QPR are winning games. We're forgetting that QPR are actually there with us as well. Like, it's not just Huddersfield. Like, we can't just look at Huddersfield because QPR are there. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. I, I... I put I put a tweet out earlier on. I put we've got more we've got more chance of blank than staying up this season. I'll read I'll read a few out. Uh, ben said winning the FA Cup. Um, Bamford said winning the cha- Champions League. Um, there's quite a few saying winning the FA Cup. Uh, Rich has said we've got more chance of platin fog than staying up this season. Um, Craig said reasonable <laughs> season ticket prices. Uh, Paul Richardson said, more chance of Bannon clearing the front, front post from a corner <laughs> than staying up. Um, a, f- a few people saying platinum, flo- uh, platinum f- fog, uh, winning the lottery. Uh, <laughs> one said, finding rocking or shit on the moon. Um, yeah, there's it, it, it quite a lot of people. What do you reckon? Do you think stay up? I, I think I'm in the same camp as you. My, my heart is saying, you know, look, we come from 4-0 down against Peterborough, where everyone had written us off then. But by God, we are making it hard for ourselves this season. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't need to be this hard. You know, there was an opportunity. at all. There's an opportunity on Saturday to get within two points of Huddersfield. I know you've, like you've mentioned, you know, QPR there as well and everything. And, and as it turned out, you know, QPR would have gone ahead of, uh, of Huddersfield if, you know, obviously they beat Blackburn and everything. But, you know, there's a, there's a chance of, all right, we'd have been three points away from safety with a win. As it turns out, we're now eight points. We're five points off a of QPR. We're eight points off a of Huddersfield. In the last 10 games, the gap hasn't got any closer. We've matched Huddersfield in terms of points won in the last 10. Um, you know, another 10 games, we nearly end of the season. Like, you know, there's 16 games left. So there's only 16 games left. Just, just in, in How many lo- points do you reckon we're going to get out of this 16? No, really. Like, realistically. I don't know, but not enough. You know, we've got to, we've, we've got to be, what, a half a point. Or we've got to be one point every two games better off than what Huddersfield are. Like I said, over the last 10, it's been exactly the same. All right, before Saturday's game, we were three points better off. But the fact of the matter is, over the last 10 games, we have got the same number of points and we're no closer. thing is, as well, now... Like Hillsborough, at minute, it's like it, the, the atmosphere is awful. Like only when we we might win two on bounce, it, it's a bit busier. But it's quite you can have a full on conversation with your mate next to you in a normal tone, and it just be like so. Dread to think what it's going to be like on Friday. 
Do you know what I mean? And that doesn't help. I don't, Obviously, do, do you know what, Alex? Don't help. I, I think that with the atmosphere side of things, I think there's just now a sense of just apathy. I think I think everyone's just had enough of it. Into you know, nobody's angry anymore. Everyone's just like, it's like, just whatever. It is what it is, which I think is. It's really sad, really, that people have, have got to that point. That, you know, there will be some people that's angry. There were a lot of angry people in the crowd on on Saturday. You know, when when goal number two, three, and four went in. You know, progressively less as people had had left. Like, but you know, there were there were a lot of people there getting you know mightily pissed off, and and I was one of them. I was, I was getting annoyed and everything, but it was weird driving home. I I, I, I said to Steve, I'm I'm not angry anymore. I'm just I'm just a bit. Like, disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever say that to your <laughs> missus. If, by the way, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. You know, <laughs> but you know, it, it was just one of those where it's kind of expected that it's going to happen, and there's still a chance of it not happening. But we kind of all have accepted that this yeah. is as fate. Like, and it, it is sad, really, isn't it? Because end of the day, players come and go, managers come and go. But we're always going to still be there. So yeah, that's it, it isn't it? We are the constant. Rubbish that we have, we have to sit in and feel like this for players that are on a lot of money and yeah. don't really go home when they're, well maybe some of them but some of them will go home and throw the boots down and that's it yeah I mean j- just like, oh, pissed off arguing just on that as well you know I do think you know we'll, we'll come on to like the transfer transfer window and everything else you know when we do extra time and, and you know after this one but um, just one thing when you look at loan players and we've got seven loan players uh, on the books at the moment you know Hendrick is one of them which I know some people have kind of forgotten about but there is seven loan players there's also a lot of players this season that that weren't there last season you know your, your Diabis um, Masaba, uh, Masaba Gassama uh, Ugbo obviously who's on loan Deshaun Bernard uh, you know the, the, the list goes on of the players that that weren't there you know through the league one days and through the you know being top of the league and, and then nearly throwing it away and, and coming back from from four nil down and everything you know I know the likes of Windass and Palmer and uh, and Bannon are, are still there and everything but I just feel like because that squad's been totally decimated I know obviously Byers has gone out on loan to to Blackpool as well because of, because of that we, you know I don't want to say they don't care because. I've had this argument with Giles when he was on the podcast and he's like, they do care. You, know, you, you care for any club that you play for, but they, that's, they don't get the, the, yeah. the passion. That, that's what, that's how it is. That's what I mean. For me, like, the, they've not been the there when it was crap, when it was crap last season. Games. Yeah. When it was crap last season and we were losing and we were like, you know, the chips were down and we were, you know, apes, which were, we're slowly getting away from us and Plymouth were doing the same and you're thinking, you know, we're going to slip, we're going to miss out and stuff. They were the players there that dug deep and, you know, and, and like I said, came back from Fornal down against Peterborough and everything. So they've got that kind of belief. Whereas these players, I know there's some that has, you know, there's some that's still still there, but the vast majority, you know, you know, Smith can't get a game and Gregory, he's, he's just in the abyss, isn't he? You know, he he's, he's, he's not going to play for Sheffield Wednesday ever again anymore. But then when, when you look at, when you look at those, like I feel like you you need those players to to dig in and to to grind out the results yeah, and, and have that belief. Been through for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know whether because they've not been here, they, they're not quite quite like that. Um, right, let, let's talk about you know 
what actually happened in uh, in in finer detail. I mean, the first half, I thought that Huddersfield shaded it, although we did have some decent chances to score. You know, we had kind of two in quick succession, didn't we? You know, Ugbo had an effort that was deflected over the bar. You know, good work from from. He's Rick so frustrating as a player. He puts himself in good positions, right? And I think you know what, it's all right. And then he'll just shank it or roll it to Keita. I just think, mate, you, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, he's been unlucky. He's at the so post. annoying. He's at the post twice. He's kind of missed from about five yards out when it's probably easier to score. Um, he's getting closer. You know, it, 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 Tom Lee's of all people that deflected it over the bar. You know, he's getting, he's getting closer. He's getting chances and everything. And you know, like I said, I was at the other end and I didn't quite see it, but it was from that resulting corner that, you know, Bannon put it to the back stick. Michael Ahequa, again, he's another one that, you know, I know he's not played a great deal, but I feel like he's, you know, knocking on the door. He's going to get a goal at, at some point, but there's a lad on the line that cleared it away. And again, from the other end of the pitch, I didn't, I, I had to watch the highlights to kind of see exactly uh, exactly what happened and how close it was. But, you know, we, we, we did have chances in that first half, but, but they had chances as well, didn't they, Alex? Uh, Beadle pulled off a quite good save in the first half. Like, he, I think he got down to his near post. It's similar to when he did at um, with Watford midweek. Yeah. He, he did save then. Yeah. That was the one well, where Pedersen just were running through treacle, weren't it? And Thomas had him on yeah. strings. He were getting past so many times down that uh, down that right hand side. It were, you know, were. I think it was only a matter of time when I, th- I thought that, that Thomas were going to score. It was funny. I think it's tell that they were trying to hit that wing. Yeah, throughout game. So I think it was that that chance that you're on about where Thomas then actually gets called for for being offside. You know when they when they recycle the ball. Um, I watched it back. I mean, at the time, I was like, I've no idea. I ain't got a clue. I've watched it back on the uh, on the highlights. <laughs> he's no. He's he's about four yards on side. It's unbelievable because he's running back from being offside. Because obviously he's had his shot. He's gone off the pitch and he's come back on. Um, but he's miles on side. I've, I mean, the, the the fans where I was sat, the home fans to the left hand side, were absolutely you know were up in arms about it all. And obviously it's it's hilarious, <laughs> isn't it? When when fans you know start having a go at you know ref decisions and stuff. But to be fair. They fully had a point because he, he was never offside. Miles off. Yeah, he, he was. Um, what did you think at, at half-time, Alex? It was nil-nil. I mean, like, like we said before, we didn't envisage a 4-0 drubbing, did we, really, at half-time? No, it's, it's, you see, it's one of them, you, you think, because it's a derby, you think, oh, it could happen, like, anything could happen here, but maybe not a 4-0 hammering, but we'll get a goal, don't worry about it, we're still in this game, and... But then at the same time, thinking, but where's this goal going to come from? Like, who's going to get us this goal? Like, Masaba and Gasama can can score, but there's nobody where you think he'll cause a problem him and he'll score like, up front. Like, I Smith, thought Smith needed to come off. Still be playing now. If Smith was still playing now, I don't think he'd have scored. No, I, I, I must so, admit, me and Steve turned to each other and we were like, Smith's got to come off. It's just not working. Nothing's sticking. Um, it felt like he didn't win one header. I mean, I've not looked at how many headers he did actually win, but it didn't feel like he won many or, you know, the ball weren't, he wasn't holding the ball up like he normally does. Um, and that's the reason why he was on the pitch, weren't it? You know, to we went long, we went, you know, we tried to hit him yeah. with uh, with a few long balls and stuff and nothing was staying, nothing was staying up there. We're coming straight back uh, and he were having a really tough time and, and I just thought we need to do something a little bit different, you know, whether that's push up up there, 
um, maybe push. It's push like banning into I'd the rather ten. up front. Like I'd rather start. I mean, I know he puts himself about. Like he puts himself about. I mean, he's absolutely useless at anything else. But Christ. at least he'd have had a, a go. <laughs> I would never have thought. Just looks like I would never have thought they'd be saying that. Fletcher ahead of Smith ever. Exactly. This is what this is how bad it's getting in this club. But he'll he'll have put himself about a bit, and I, I mean, I know he's about as useful as a fucking chocolate fire guard, but he's. Smith just does me head in, mate. Honestly, he annoys. I watched him at Leeds away, and I just thought, "What are you doing, mate? Like, you're not." I mean, I probably don't mean to be like that. He's probably proper trying, bless him, but he, he's yeah. shit <laughs> in the Championship squad. I think he's not good enough. But that's what it is, isn't it, mate? Like in, in League One, like he, he's on fire. You know, twenty goals a season for the past two seasons in League One. The, I almost kind of think there's a little bit of a reason why why Rotherham didn't fight too hard to, to kind of keep yeah. it, you know, because knowing that, you know, he's probably not really going to cut it in the championship. And uh, look, he's not been given a, the fairest crack of the whip, you know, if, if you know what I mean. He's, he hasn't played every single week and under Danny Real, he's not really been picked at all, really, to be honest. You know, he's, he's, surely that's the way to make you think, you know what, it's a Yorkshire derby, I'm going to have a go here. Yeah. Not, well, whatever. Well, I mean, just, probably, like I say, probably don't even mean to be that way out or look that way because he's probably trying, like you say, but yeah, he's just not good enough. I, st- I don't just... think we played to his strengths yesterday at all. Like I said, you need I Johnson. Think got two wingers that have got quite a bit of flair as well, like Masaba and Gasama. You need a striker that's going to dart around box and get on end of these crosses yeah. or make, you know, for cutbacks and he just stays there and but they're too far away from him Alex they're too far away from him Masaba and Gasama are miles away they've got choke on the boots because they want to stay wide and they want to pick it up and cut inside you know cut inside the 18 yard box and have a shot like you know just like the two goals that Gasama scored that's where he wants to be but when you've got someone like Smith that's going to be you know a a bit of a target man they've got to be closer they've got to they've got to be closer to him to feed off him you think as well having someone like Smith like you'd, you'd start Johnson to get a ball into the box. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, other than if he's injured, obviously he can't help it. But if he ain't and it is the latter, what's the point? Because that, that was his name, Pedersen. He, yeah. Jesus Christ. I think it took him 20 minutes to load across it. Yeah, he did. I think. You know, I said again, said Steve, like, let's see what this Pedersen's like. He putting a, putting a ball in, and he did, and it got blocked. And I'm like, well, not very good, clearly. <laughs> um, you know, we'll, 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 do you know what? Like, if people have come on this, you know, to listen to this, to, to hear an air of positivity, then you know they'd be mightily disappointed because it is just, you know, I, I do try and be positive about things, but I'm finding it very, very difficult, and it's like, you know. You've got to laugh because if not, you'll you'll cry, kind of thing. But I, hope I mean, it's weird that we're all like. There's a big. I mean, there will be people angry, like you said earlier. But everyone's just kind of in this mindset now where it's laughable. We we know what's like what to expect. So when it does happen, we're kind of like, well. Do, do you think that'll help it it in a weird way, Alex? Do you think that'll help the fact that there's zero expectation now with these like last sixteen well, yeah, games? It's like. We're almost expecting now, as a fan base, to to not do it. Yeah, I think we've kind of. I think deep down, like we have all kind of accepted as fate. But if we stay up, it'll be like, oh, well, fucking hell, did you expect that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So we'll feel all right. But I, do you know what? We can't. Do, do we want to stay up if it's just going to be like this every season? Do you, do you know, know what I mean? 
we'll, we are going to talk about that later on extra time because I'm feeling exactly the same about you, Alex. I feel like it's just going to be rinse and repeat. You know, each. You know, but when Leeds go up to Prem or United go up to Prem, it's nice, isn't it, to see a few decent strikers. But when they put in eight past you, you just don't want to be there. Like, what's yeah. what's point? Yeah, Huddersfield spanking you four nil. You know, actually, kind of. You know, when when it was when it was Southampton, most people kind of accepted it, and it was like, look, they're they're a Prem side. They'll they'll be going up into the Premier League next season. When it's Huddersfield, who are literally, you know, five points away from you and and battling relegation with you, that's when you just you just cannot take it whatsoever. Let's talk about the, the some of the goals then in the second half. Uh, there is four of them. None of us for none of them for us, of course. Uh, Matthew Pearson scored the first one. I mean, first of all, what a delivery from the corner, by the way. Very good. What what what? It Masaba marking him, I think. Well, he didn't jump. He didn't do anything. This is, do you know what? This is, he won't go side. This is my pet peeve with marking from corners. They've no idea where the ball is. He, he didn't have a clue. He was just trying to block him off and he just did neither. You know, he didn't look at the ball. He didn't block the man. He didn't either. But should the keeper be coming there as well? I, I mean, got... he's, in, he's in like an in between. I just wish we'd have a keeper, right? Who would catch a cross with. Uh, Barring Westwood, I can't remember the last one. Yeah, because it landed kind of six-yard box. My, my, yeah. my mantra is, you know, six-yard box, it's got to be yours. Do you know what I mean? You take ball, man, everything, you've got to come for it. But, He's six foot six as well. I mean, I was going to ask you, could Beal have done any better, but I kind of already know your answer. I mean, he did nearly much. save it, to be fair. He got close to it, but come get the ball, man. Like, so, you're a goalkeeper. Yeah. Punch it, take, you, take your man with you. It was funny actually in the in the warm up before the game he was practicing punching from uh, from crosses from uh, from either side so yeah maybe maybe perhaps could have. Well, that just says that. everything about Sheffield Wednesday this season, doesn't it? <laughs> for Let's me, be honest. For me though, it was it's it's on Masaba like you've it's not even like when you see it come across you're thinking it how how do they score from this position here? And then you know you just make it hard for him, bro. Even if you don't want to edit the ball, just make it hard for him. But you didn't. You stood. You stood goal. You're not even goal side, and it just hit his head and went in. I think, mate, yeah. got to do something. And do you know what? One of the worst feelings at the football is when you're away from home, and you just hear all of the three sides of the ground cheer. It's, it's like it, a pause, and it? it's the net. It pauses for a millisecond, and it just goes wild, and you just fucking. Oh, it's man. horrible. It is. It is. It's the worst sound in football when the opposition is, is you know are cheering and what have you. It's yeah, it's horrible. But well, we didn't have to wait long to. Hear it again, did we? Like literally, I, I didn't know what it is. I, I think they were still cheering from the first goal, like when they when they scored the second, and you know they were in absolute, you know, cloud nine. Thought they were Brazil, didn't they? It's fucking ridiculous. It's annoying as well because Honestly. they are shit as well. Huddersfield are shit, but the, we, every, the the full club, the fans, the ground. It's just a shit club. I hit honestly, mate. You're from up that Bradford way, aren't you? Yeah. You're from up that way. Yeah, I'm from Bradford, mate. So Huddersfield, honestly, the most sad, deluded fans ever. <laughs> the sh- the awful. <laughs> yeah, um, honestly, I, mean, the, the, I can't even say it. I'm just, just four 0 Like, yeah, I was getting tagged in WhatsApp group after because all footy groups in our town. And I just thought, whatever. I'm not even opening it. Put it on mute. Mute, mute for today. Yeah, I'll see it tomorrow. Today. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> The second goal, yeah, like I said, it came. Well, the first was on sixty-eight minutes. The second was on seventy minutes. Uh, Gasama gets caught in possession. Like I said, we were we obviously were pushing for that 
for that equaliser. I mean, all our players are in there off because, the, you know, the ball, you look at it and you think offside, it's got to be, but he's still in his own half when the ball gets played. Uh, you know, an excellent through ball. We've left Equa one-on-one with Karoma. Yeah, because um, yeah, he's not going to beat Karoma in a race, is he? No. And, it, and, and it, you know what, as well, a lot of people probably wouldn't fight this, but I think Beadle should have come further out and, and just, just put it on. Like, he had all the time in the world to put the ball back at net. Like, I know, I know it's not Beadle's fault, but as a keeper, I think he should have just closed him down, put him under pressure. He could have hit him anywhere, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, do you know what, it's yeah. one of them ones, because then he does that later on, doesn't he? And then, and then gets that yeah, wrong. It's, it's just... <laughs> his, boot went to, his boot really come off, he tried kicking it that ass. <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> do you know what, Beadle will be going in, going in thinking, Christ, everything I've done is just not gone right today. It's just one of them games, isn't it? But, you know, like I said, it was a foot race between Karoma and Equa. There's always going to be one winner. Um, it could Kar- have walked faster, couldn't it? Yeah, Karoma did everything right, though, didn't he? He's cut across Equa, made it, you know, made it difficult for him. You know, In my head, I was thinking he's just going to bring him down. And, you know, in well, hindsight... It's like you say, with, with, with that concentrate on going forward at 1-0, it's still 68 minutes in the game. Like, it's not dead and buried there why are we so far up the pitch for a player to run through and and then you kind of think well, I mean I know no one expecting it but you're three men there still yeah. and they're all pretty much on the halfway line like do you know what that's where we miss the Domayofa isn't it because if Domayofa was yeah. there instead of Michael Ahekwa he'd had no chance he would have caught him up and you know well, just took Nick Ball off him but it wasn't and is that a bit of you know um is that a bit of a mis? Well, it is a mistake, obviously, a bit of a mistake, kind of leaving Equa one on one. You know, you, you're hoping it's not going to happen. You know, when you're doing that, but it did. And- well, you're centre backs, you're pushing forward. You, you tend, you seem to think you'd probably leave Bernard, but furthest back, just in case that happens. Not, I mean, Heck was a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not as fast as he's not one yeah. of them players who's going to sprint to a to a tackle and yeah. he's just a kind of steady defender like centre back well Karoma like even though he was controlling the ball actually got away from him he, he, he was pulling away from him which you know you don't normally see that you know as you're trying to you know, control the ball you, you do tend to to slow down a little bit you know like I said that second goal went in and and, and that were it. It were game over absolute game over already straight away I mean we've, we've only come back from behind twice I think it is so far this season we've won one and we've drawn the other one every other time we've gone behind we've lost the game and you know for, for it to go you know one to two and then it was six minutes later and it's three nil it I, it was just it was embarrassing the way that in our you know biggest game of the season it wasn't the biggest game of the season because it was Huddersfield and it's you know a bit of a, a local game it was the biggest game because it was a chance and a massive six pointer to, to actually kick on and survive exactly and we've just you know again it's a it's i think it's a, a, a needless we've crumbled haven't we that's that's bottom line we've crumbled and we've balled it apple crumble <laughs> i got tagged in a few of them apple crumble, um a, a few times but you know it, it, this one it, i think it's, i think it's deshaun bernard who uh who gives a foul away and then there's a few players that are chirping at referee and they see it and they, they see that i think it's is it thomas who uh who had Pedersen on toast, um, and it was again, you know, he, he found him one-on-one with him. It's a long ball, just took everyone out of the game. Um, Pedersen... Misjudged that. Well, uh, uh, football at that level should not be misjudging that ball that bad. Do you know what someone sorry, said to me? Shouldn't. Someone said on Twitter that you'll see these goals, 
You know, he says you'll see these goals tomorrow, meaning Sunday. You know, up Sunday and down the league, country, yeah. it, it, they are like Sunday league goals, just a, just a long ball through or a through ball, just took everyone out of the game. And this one, I mean, his first touch, you know, it, it's all right. It's not a great first touch, to be fair. You know, he, he probably could have done a bit better. But then, you know, Beadle's rushed out. You know, you could argue he's gone too... I don't know what he would do in there. He's gone too many posts, hasn't he? He's gone... Ridiculous. But no, he's passed passed it into the net again. It's just... It's like the players I've just accepted with we've lost already after that first goal. Mm. How many goals, Alex? How many goals have been mistakes? Because, you, you know, that the first goal... You know, we've just not marked him properly enough. You know, if he's not, he's not hit a worldie. You know, like the, the, against Coventry, Ben Sheaf, you think you hold your hands up and go, "It's a great finish." You know, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But you know, from the corner, that's a mistake. The second goal, the fact that we've just left him, you know, open as wide well, just open. Just defending, honestly, is at a championship level. Defending should not be that bad, and yeah, the the good defenders as well. It's like. Yeah, it just, shouldn't be that easy. It's like you're just letting it happen. Joe you know, Alex, so I think the fourth goal. I'm surprised I've not seen the goal with the Benny Hill music uh, put to it because it certainly felt that way. It was literally a catalogue of errors, weren't it? They were Deshaun Bernard, awful, awful back pass. I don't know who he's trying to pass it to. Whether he's trying to pass it to Hequa, whether he's trying to get it back to Beadle, where, wherever he's trying to kick it, it, it don't get there. Um, like he just didn't want the ball. Yeah, and then Beadle misses it, doesn't he? He, he, he don't get there first. You know, their their lad, I think it's Karuma again, who gets there. Um, and then, you know, fair play to Michael Ahekwe, he does a, as much as he can. And at that point, I thought, oh, we've, you know, they, they've they've fluffed it. They've, they've opened net and they've uh, they've missed it. But then Beadle runs into their player. Then he kind of does a bit of a dive when, when he's not shot <laughs> and he's just sent him for an hot dog. And... You don't laugh, honestly. You just... It's just outrageous. Well, I think Beadle nearly tore his hammy when he tried kicking that ball. See how hard he tried kicking that ball? Yeah, I think he would have <laughs> cleared stadium if he disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, it, honestly, it, but this this all happened in twelve minutes. All you know, we've gone we've gone sixty eight minutes of it. You know, a few chances, but not many. You know, it looks a fairly tight game. Two teams that probably were playing. You know, I don't think they were playing to draw, but it were two teams that you know didn't want to lose in in terms of how they were setting up and how they were playing. Um, and then in a matter of twelve minutes, I've never seen anything like it in my life. I swear to God, I watched games with my dad, and my dad's like the old school lad, and he he would just get the different. You know, when you go to like like B and Q and you see different shades of red on thingy, I kept like looking over, and every every goal it was a different shade of red. And he doesn't say much to my dad, and there were just veins in his head and everything. And a lot of lads who he has working for him are all town fans, and I could just see it in his head. And I just thought, I'm not even speaking to him. Yeah. He was just finished up looking like Alan Brazil. <laughs> come well, the end of it. I've got a serious heart condition come end it. Oh, uh, yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Like, I just, I just wanted the, the ground just to, to swallow us up and, and, and everything. But like I said, I stayed, I stayed until... You know what, though? Usually, I'd be so angry at that score. Do you know, like last season, if we'd have got hammered 4-0 by town, you're, you're angry all weekend. But now, look, we're just laughing about it because it's kind of... Yeah. We're just... It. We just know that it's something like this is just going to happen to us, isn't it? I know. Um, yeah, it's it, it's just an horrible, horrible feeling. Um, and I just felt that, you know, they would have had a bit more about him to have prevented that. And do and you know what as well? I've not really heard many people mention it. I'm probably, you know, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but, but at the end of the game, I mean, there wasn't many people left there anyway. At the end, I said to Steve, I said, I'm gonna wait. I was trying to see what the what the players do. I was trying to see what the what they do with the very few fans that are that are left here. Did like, they come over? They did, but that's the point. He was very very half arsed. Uh, I didn't see Danny Real. Um, if he did come over, I didn't see it. I don't think he, I don't think he did. I, I don't. I think he just disappeared off, um, which I thought was a bit poor. Really, you know, I don't want. I love Danny Real. I think he's fantastic and everything. It's great when things are going well, but I think. You, you know, you, you've got to you've got to show it when it's when it's poor. Look, it's going to be shit. They're not going to come over and get a, a, a you know a, a round of applause, are they? To be fair, you do your bit, though, don't you? you just you just do you, what you've got to do there as well, a player. Well, Jan Paveda was the was the first one that came. I don't think he even shook anyone else's hand. He he just come straight over and fair play. You know, he did get um, he didn't get a chorus of booze. He he got you know a few claps, which I think you've got to do. Really, he's only just signed on Thursday. You know, he only came on for yeah. ten or fifteen minutes. I thought he looked quite bright, to be honest, as well. You know, one of the few bright sparks in what were a you know dismal performance. He came over. Um, Palmer, he, he he started walking over, but I don't know. I don't know whether I want in. I didn't want like an apology or anything. But I thought that, you just want them to show a bit of sympathy for the fans that are sat there. Yeah, and just take that. it, and just take just, it as well. Come yeah, over, just, you know it's going to be the, crap. Take the hammer in. Just come over, stand there, and do your clapping and what have you. Kind of do a bit of a sorry, and then walk off. Yeah, especially, Dan, especially manager. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get both barrels. You know, you're gonna get some abuse ill that you're like it's only natural. Like we, I think that the annoying thing is we've paid our hard earned money to come and watch that. And they've just not turned up. You know, we we've done our bit. We've turned out in our numbers. I think they were they were probably what four thousand Wednesday fans that were there possibly um, for that for that game. Look, I know it's not a, I know it's not very far for some people. It's probably even closer it's, than it doesn't matter though, does it? A lot of people who go to football they can't really afford much else. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, just show a bit of respect. Like yeah, I, I just thought to... it was. As, <laughs> mm, I said I don't know if I'm being a bit harsh. They did come over a little bit. I mean, right, Bar- right. Bar- I, I think you're right. Bannon come over, um, and he, you know, he clapped. But there were some that just didn't even bother. I mean, Reese James did. I think those that came off the off the bench were probably a bit. You know, it's easier for them because they weren't there. You know, they weren't them from from the start, kind of thing, um, and everything. But I, I just, I just felt that for me, 
I don't. I, I wanted them. To, I wanted them to come in. I mean, I. I, I would just want have... to show them that they actually care that we've turned up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, look, I were on the second row. I were on the second row. I didn't look behind me. I don't know how many people were left. There weren't many left. That you know, by the end, there was one kid who stayed until the end. About six years old, he were giving it the wanker signs to the other fans. He, honestly, he was. <laughs> he, he, he were no older than. He, if he were seven or eight, I'd have probably said all right, but he were no older than 10. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, um, his mum were there, she weren't really bothered, and I was like, Jesus Christ, you know, even if like, I just I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, he's standing, you know, giving it, you know, giving it up a bit all large to uh, to away fans and everything. And I thought, <laughs> Christ, like, but anyway, that would that it made me chuckle as I were uh, as I were walking out. Um, Right, league table then, I mentioned it a few times already, we're eight points adrift of safety, five points behind QPR, who were in 22nd. I mean, Millwall, Swansea, Blackburn, Birmingham and Stoke all lost. That's 16th down to 20th. Huddersfield obviously won, uh, and QPR, who incidentally played uh, played Blackburn, that was another kind of six-pointer down at the bottom. Um, so yeah, only, only two teams won from 16th downwards. So again a chance to, to have you know picked up some points which which we've missed again you know it just feel like uh, there's been a lot of those missed opportunities so far this season um right i'm just going to do the three word match review and then we'll get on to some of the the player performances and and have a bit of a chat uh, about season tickets and and things like that um let's read some of these three word match reviews out by the way there was 151 comments <laughs> after the game on that three-word match review. So uh, I'll read a, I'll read a few out. Peter's said, been here before. Uh, Gareth, get Warnock in. <sighs> nah, I don't think change it manager. He, he won't come in here. Nah, I don't think change it manager. We're not at that stage. And I, we, I can't believe that people... I know we've given rule a little bit, but um, I, I think it was kind of justified. But I have seen some comments which are just absolutely laughable, to be fair. Um, ben said, gutless, gutless, gutless. Um, uh, Neil Dunn said, F off Chancere. Uh, James, he only need one word. He just put wank. <laughs> um, Stuart said, what a load of shite. Um, Sidis said, relegated, Chancere out. Richard, no goal threat. Ross, want to forget. Uh, P Green said, Wrexham away incoming. Uh, yeah, Steve Redfern <laughs> League One football, Harvey League One pending, Adam Dalamo, big game capitulation. Yeah, I have to agree with that one. Bart Beresford straight. Yeah, big word. Yeah, but it's still only three. League One incoming. Hello, League One. League One tour, down and out. Prem prices, League One. Ah, he's, he's cheated there. He's uh, LG One he's put instead of League One, but we'll let him off. Um, but yeah, a lot of people just saying we're going down uh, and everything else. Like we said before, just that sense of apathy really across the whole. But do you, do you think us believing it as fans and it? Does do you think it plays a part on the players? Us knowing, like us already thinking that we're down, and obviously players will see it online and managers will see it. Does do you think it plays a factor on like oh well everyone's accepted it so have we? Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, for me personally, I'm one of them people whereby if if everyone's written me off already, I'm like, I'm gonna prove them wrong. That that's yeah. kind of my mentality. I, I I use it as a as a motivator more than anything else. You know, if if when people, you know, are saying your shit, this what you know, if you 
if you, if you're kind of not confident about something anyway, you know, if it's something you've done for the first time and someone says you're absolutely shy, you think, well, I'll probably not do that ever again because you know, <laughs> I'm not very good at it. But these are professional footballers. They're not shit at the job. Like they, they, whichever way you look at it, they might have a, you know an off day or an off season or whatever. But they look back at their for a reason. They? They, yeah, they look back at their career and they're, and they're, they're in that position for a reason because they are they are good enough. And yeah, I get that everyone says all this negativity and stuff. I'd be like, you just just use it as a motivator. Just use it as a as a way to actually go out there and be like, you know what? All the fans have written us off. A bit like a bit like Peterborough. Everyone yeah, written us exactly. off. You know, let's just pr- prove them wrong. And look, it's not impossible. Until it's mathematically impossible, like there is still a chance. It's still possible, yeah. It's eight points, like you just said as well earlier. Three games, and that's and that's the difference done. The problem is, is we're asking to be, to do something that we've not done all season. You know, we haven't won three games in a row, I don't think, or have we? Maybe once. It might be in once in all competition. That fickle. If we would beat Birmingham on Friday, you're gonna. It's gonna. We're gonna be up there again. Like in in his morale. It's it, like the other day we were all writing up like the the Discord chat. Everyone were going, "Oh, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening." And then that Pervader and. Um, thing he signed and everyone going oh my god yeah well you know it's so fickle his football like we, we're so shit now then we've been on fr- uh, friday and everyone's going you know what that we could do this and i think well yeah because just, just like... they, they've got southampton i think on saturday huddersfield i know there's qpr in the mix as well and they've got a fairly you know easy run of fixtures but you're right F- come come saturday at five o'clock we've we've won on friday night they lose against southampton which is probably gonna probably gonna happen you know right famous last words and all that, they'll probably get a win now. But, you know, if if it, if it goes to form like it normally does, then we're status quo. We're back where we were, you know, on Friday night last week, if you know what I mean. It's still it's still exactly the same and, and it, you know, all is not lost. There's still a lot of football left. I think the thing is, though, you know, the, the fact that the gap hasn't come down in the last 10 games, it is still eight points. It was eight points 10 games ago. We're no further forward in, in kind of getting out of it. It, it and and it's mad as well how it's how it's changed it could have been two it's now eight like that is when they say it's a six pointer that there's, there's proof there that that it definitely was and and yeah I, um maybe you know no pressure on him and, and things he can just go out there and play the football and you know and, and maybe we can maybe we can do it um just want to talk about uh, a few players although we've kind of t- touched on him all really, you know, you know, we've already talked about Pedersen, but I don't think he's much better than Reese James. That Jan Perveda, one of the new sign, we didn't see a lot of him, but what we did see of him, I thought he looked quite bright. You know, he, I mean, he took it yeah. off. Uh, he took it off of uh, who was it now? I think it was um, Momo Diaby. Took it off his toes at one point, and I didn't you know Momo were a bit bit annoyed at I've, that one. I've watched him a few times because a lot of my friends are leads. So the, we watch games, you know, in the, and I thought, you know, he's good. Him. Like, and it's exciting to have him. Do you know on Friday, I'd have Gasama, Musaba and Paveda, your top three, just run at them. Just run wild, get, in, get into that box and see what happens. What? As in, that, not, 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 uh, not a 4-2-3-1, but just a 4-3-3 and, and have them four, three. 4-3-3, three, let, let them free. Musaba in the middle, Gasama on it, one wing, Paveda on the other. Just cut inside, run at him, and let Masaba try and have a go in, in middle. Yeah. I think he's got he's been up top a couple of times off bench, hasn't he? 
Yeah, uh, so. it's, not, it's not it's not a bad shout to be fair, and and it kind of like uh, the whole Man City no striker formation, you know, and uh, they can yeah. all kind of interlink and interchange, can't they? You know, well, we didn't have a striker on Saturday, so I don't think it's <laughs> used to that. <laughs> well, we know we know how that one uh, how that one ended. Um, just before we talk about um, the Birmingham game on Friday night, and of course we've got Coventry on Tuesday night as well, which we. Uh, which we have, you know, I keep I keep forgetting about the replay of the FA Cup. Um, I mean, we're going to be talking about the transfer window and Chancery and everything in, in extra time. So do head over to patreon.com forward slash WTID pod if you want to listen to that one. I've also seen on social media as well that, you know, p- people saying that those that have renewed the season tickets are part of the problem. And it's kind of got me back up a little bit that comment to be perfectly honest and people uh, that, are, that are digging people out. I mean, I know 1867 group have, have, uh, have reared the head again and, and they're organizing um, some sort of protest for the, for the game on Friday against, against Birmingham. Um, and then, you know, that's kind of sparked all these, you know, all these comments and people saying, you know, those that have, that have bought the early bird season ticket, you know, do you, all you're doing is, you know, you're part of the problem. You're lining Chantiri's pockets, etc. You don't think about doing it for that reason, you know what I mean? You do it because you support Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. You don't do it because you think, oh, you know what, I'm going to put a bit of money in Chancery's pocket here. Yeah, I, it, I, I, I do it because, I mean, I, I've renewed my season ticket. I want North Stand. I've got, you know, I've got, got another season ticket for next season. League One could be, probably will be, you know, whether it's Championship, whatever. It's, it's nothing to do with that. It's the fact that, you know, I enjoy going to the football. I enjoy, you know... That game yesterday. It's a safe haven, isn't it? Like, yeah, that, that, that game yesterday, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it at the end. It was horrible, that second half. It was, but I'm now looking forward to Friday night. Well, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. We're playing Coventry. I'm looking forward to that. I'm not going, but I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm looking forward to you get that buzz and that exactly. excitement. Football is one of them things, right? You have a shit day at work. You have a shit week at work. I'm off to footy on Saturday. Me and lads, it's a safe haven for everybody. Like, it's one thing in your life that you're always going to have. Unless Chanziri runs us to ground and we get liquidated, but we'll not think about that yet. But it's always that safe haven. You're going to have players come and go, managers come and go, owners do. But you're always going to be a Wednesday fan, like so. That's what I mean. You're always going to be. And I'm like you said. I'm not thinking that I'm putting money into Chanziri's pocket. I'm I'm getting something out of it in that I'm going to the football every every single week. I've got 23 home games to look forward to next season. You know, I'll be looking at the fixtures when the fixtures come out. Obviously, do this podcast, so, you know, we're talking about it every single week. You know, that's not just the, the only reason. You know, I went to the, the games before I started doing this as well. Like, I, I just enjoy it from, from a, just from a, a life perspective. I go in, you know, I go in with father-in-law. My dad sometimes comes as well, and I know a lot of people, you know, generate it's passed down in generations you know they 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 take their kids you know they go with the dad and they'll go with you know they might even go with the grandparents as well or they certainly did at some point you know and 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 that gets passed down in generation and and it's something that you always do and i'm I'm sure all the people that have renewed the season ticket will have had you know i I don't think there's gonna be many new season ticket holders i'll be perfectly honest there might be a few but more often than not you know, it's just going to be the same people that just keep renewing the season ticket week in, week or well, season in, season out, year in, year out, and it's and it's because it's a way of life. And I mean, I suppose the question is, Alex, like, what what is it? You know, what, where where's it got to get to 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 hurt Chancery the most? You no, know, if you know, if people are wanting him to 
to leave and stuff. Does it have to get to that stage where people just stop stop going? I don't to think it? he's an emotionally stable in his head to think that it. Any, I don't think anything would. Like unless obviously we're making nothing from it and it, it we're starting to really do him in financially because there were nobody there. But that's not Sheffield Wednesday's a big club. There's always going to be season ticket like that. There's going to be people at the game enough to yeah. keep the club going. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think that any protested. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how bad a protest to get, but I don't, I just think he's that arrogant in himself that nothing will push him. I think he thrives off people not liking him. I think he's a bit of a weirdo, if I'm honest. Like, <laughs> I think he enjoys the fact that people don't like him. Like, yeah, there, there is people like that, isn't it? I don't get it. I, I don't get that, mate. People are emailing him and he's arguing with him. The, the guy owns a football club and he's just openly sat there arguing with people. Yeah. I'm like, eh, what's going on here? Yeah, obviously we've seen, we've seen some more, haven't we? Some more uh, emails that have been flying around and everything. And I just I just cringe when I see it, really. I just, yeah. do you know what? Obviously, I, I talked to other, uh, other podcasters, you know, when, when, you know, doing their preview shows and stuff, and they always ask me about the chairman, like every single one, because they know how much of a nutter he is, just especially. I honestly know. don't know any club that you could speak to, right, that you'd say, oh, I emailed chairman, and we were arguing on Saturday night. And people, I'm like, what? What are you, people people were saying what are you talking they, about? They, they were arguing with him on LinkedIn as well. Like, <laughs> snap. <laughs> I mean, I think they were saying that the argument on Snapchat as well. The more of a, a, an established football club that has been for years. Don't argue with people, mate. Just, just ignore it. <laughs> he loves it, honestly. He's a weirdo. It's like he just likes the fact that we all hate him. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, he's a strange one as well. And, be, and being, you know, obviously he's, a, he's from Thailand, and I didn't think he'd be like that. I mean, I think he's really proud, and, and I, I think he does take offence to people, um, people not liking him. But I just don't think he's. I just don't think he's helping himself, really. And what, I, uh, what about all that at the beginning of the season where he had Munoz next to him and Munoz had just signed and he was just made it about him. And I just thought, it's like sort of WWE. <laughs> it, it just, I just thought, what's going on here? And it just set the state, the tone for what we're about to fucking go on for the rest of the season. Yeah, man. yeah it's, no, it's no surprise where, that, that what's happened this season, has it really? Um, right, let, let's talk about um, Birmingham then. Let's just touch on Coventry, though, because obviously that's on... Uh, tomorrow as people listen to this on on monday or maybe it's even happened you know uh, and what we're about to say is, means absolutely nothing by the time you listen to this but i mean i'm not going to go into, into too much depth because i'm you know quite frankly you know it's fourth time that we've played coventry and i'm a bit sick of them to be honest um but how, how do you would you want to approach this game on tuesday night obviously we've got maidstone in the next round, another home tie, if we can get past Coventry. Obviously, this is at their ground at the CBS Arena. How, how do you want them to, to approach this one now, Alex? Uh, I'd probably rotate the squad a little bit. Definitely give Reese James a chance to prove himself that he's, he can run. Because that's about... You could have put a road corner left-back on King's Saturday, and I think it would have been all right. Um, yeah, I think Dawson has to go in net for me, just to give him a little bit of game time. Like... Beadle's a decent keeper. You can tell that he's, an, he's not a rubbish keeper. Like you can tell he's got it, but it's it's well, how old is he? I think he's he's young, isn't he? And 19. he's in a relegation battle. Like he's nineteen year old in a relegation battle for a big club. It's, at least Dawson's a Wednesday fan. Like yeah. even when he's down the dumps, he's a Wednesday fan, and it might just have that little bit more heart. Like you say, like the players from last season. He's he's from Sheffield and he loves the club. Like yeah. Then again, he'll go do something absolutely outrageous on Tuesday and I'll hate him again, so... 
yeah, are you one of those, you know, do you want us to get through to the next round or are you one that thinking, you know, what if we lose, you're not really bothered? Do you know what? If we'd have won on Saturday, I'd have probably been like, you know what, yeah, let's go for Cup as well. Like, we're doing all right here, winning games. Let's try and win as many games as we can while we are. But knowing us, Masara will get injured or something on Tuesday and it'll just set tone then. And then we've got another problem to add on to everlasting problems that we've actually got going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's for me. It, it's one of them. I, I, I would like to get through, but. I totally get where you're coming from, Alex. Like in terms of, we we want we need to stay in the championship, but for me, I just think we haven't won a game now in what uh, we lost to Southampton. We then lost to Coventry. We then drew to Coventry. We've then drawn to 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 Watford. We've lost to Huddersfield. That's five games now in a row that we've not won in, and we we had a decent spell before that, but we've now gone five without winning all competitions. I just feel that getting a win on Tuesday, however it comes about, would just lift not only the the fans but the, the players as well. Like in terms of a morale booster, obviously the fan, you know, we'd be buzzing because because then you're looking and thinking, mates, in, in the next round. I mean, look, absolute banana skin, by the way. If we if we do get through on telly as well, like you know, you know, the writing is on the wall. Well, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's written in the stars that that one's going to be an absolute nightmare. But you know. Law of averages says that we, you know we'll probably probably get past that, and you think, no, what it could just be that little boost that as a club you need, um, and everything. Yeah, of and, I, and I just I just feel like, I mean, I've, I've flip flopped a million times. I mean, if you'd asked me this last week before we'd played Huddersfield, I'd be like, I'm not really bothered about the cup. We can just go out. I don't really care. You know, focus on the league. But I just think that a win. You know, everyone talks about the momentum and stuff, and I just think the win will be absolutely massive, and it it, it would just you know it could, the morale it would do, of course. It could just kick us out, and I think as fans we need something like that because at the moment we're just you know if we don't get a win, but at the same time, is he going to think this himself, play a strong squad, and then they're knackered on Friday? That's you know it's the million dollar question, isn't it? Really, like you, that, that's what you've you've got to do. My, my, my only saving grace is that I feel like we can rotate the team. And because they have been rotated, you know, throughout the season, there's because it's not been a settled side throughout. There's no one player that's not, you know, there's not a player that's not played much. Gregory is the only one mm-hmm. who you'd said that, you know, it hasn't played any football so far this season. Everyone else has played, you know, five, six, seven. You know, I mean, even more. Yeah. Already, the, played the professional footballers at the end of the day. I know lads that play five a side four times a week, and pay a fiver for it and the sound come Saturday League football, do you know what I mean? They're athletes, if they can't play on a Tuesday night and then play again on a Friday night, there's something seriously wrong. It's 90 minutes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I, get what, I get what you're saying. I think, like I said a few times, it's it's all trickled down, isn't it, from, from Klopp and Pep and everything that they play too many games and stuff and, they should want to, you know. They should want to play on Tuesday. They they should be thinking, you know what, we could we could get quite far in FA Cup here. You know, we could be to to quarterfinals as you know as shit as the season's been. Like we could have something to to shout about. Do you know what I mean? But look, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, it is Birmingham then on on Friday. I've just had a quick look at, at them. Tony Mowbray's in charge. Th- their third manager this season. Their form. I know you said they picked up. A few points. The last five, it's draw, loss, draw, one, and then uh, a defeat. They, they lost one nil away to West Brom this weekend. I know they won. Um, 
the one before that. I think that was before the FA Cup. Uh, they beat Stoke 2-1. They drew 2 all with Swansea. They lost 3-0 to Leeds, which is no mean feat, really. I think everyone, bar us, loses to Leeds. Uh, and then a 0-0 draw with Bristol City. So only one win in the last eight. Um, I mean, last time we played him... The game we could win, really, let's be honest. Like, And we probably will. And then it just makes Saturday even more frustrating. Do you think, why? Like... Yeah, I mean, just going back to the one earlier on, you know, St Andrews, you remember that it would ruin his first win that he had, you know, Charity FC rolled into town, uh, Byers scored, didn't he, in, what, 45th minute, I think it was, to make it 1-0, and they yeah, scored yeah. that absolute world uh, from Edget Box, Bakuna, with an absolute rocket in uh, in first half injury time. Then, uh, yeah, then then their lad James came on to make it 2-1. It was funny, that one, because he brought him on and... Um, and I looked and I, and I thought, oh, he's crapping. He's not. He's not scored in however many uh, <laughs> however many games. He's uh, he's not very good. Him next minute pops up, bang, two one. <laughs> You're thinking, yeah, famous last <laughs> words. Um, are you just going into Friday's game thinking it is what it is, uh, or you know? No, obviously you wanna. I mean, I'm going like I want to see us win, and I will sit there for ninety minutes for everybody getting hammered while we're winning, but. Yeah, we're all in that mindset like where we're either going to play really well and be like well why don't we do this all the time or we're just going to get hammered and we're going to be like here we go again like yeah you know yeah. what I mean it's frustrating it's a game that we probably could win like I watched us at Hull when we beat Hull of a week and I thought oh my god like how are we not a mid-team team we're playing so well like we're battering them and then Week after we just go and do whatever we, and I just think that the cows are so far between what we're doing here. There's no in between, like yeah. There's no real kind of uh, consistency is there with the performances when when you look at it because you know you, you look at Watford and for all you know we thought they were poor. I think you have to give us some credit sometimes. It's always easy to say that you know that team was shit, but you know it's never we've made them look shit if you know what I mean. And and I thought you know Watford, I think they were tenth when they played us in midweek and. We made them look, you know, very ordinary, and they were, you know, they were very poor. They just, you know, gave us a lot of respect. To be fair, we just couldn't really finish them off and everything. And you look at that performance, you know, we've gone toe to toe with a team that's tenth. You know, you could have easily said that, you know, we were a, a side that could have been mid table, really. And then you, we then we go and do what we've done at the weekend and, and put in a performance like that and and just absolutely crumble. And there's, you know, there's a reason why we're down where we are. You know, it's because of the the lack of consistency in terms of performances and stuff. That's why we are, you know, we're, right. There's probably one man that's uh, to blame for, for where we are, where we are to be perfectly honest. But, you know, um, it is just, it is just that really, just really, really frustrating. Um, Alex, I'm going to uh, tie you down to a, a score prediction then for, we'll skip Tuesday. We'll not go for FA Cup. We'll just go straight into Friday night's game. Then uh, what, what do you think the, what do you think the score is going to be? Come, you know what? Do you know what? I think because it's Wednesday, and I think because we just do it all the time. I think we're going to win two now. Like we're just going to make us. We're just going to make ourselves think. Why have we just done what we've done? Like we've just, and then us as fans will all be like, "Oh my god, yeah, we're all right now. We're going to stay. up. We've got this." And then honestly, because it's just Wednesday, so Wednesday way we'll win two nil, play well, and make all of us think. Oh, yeah. yeah, cheers for that, lads. He's back on. So two, <laughs> yeah, two nil. <laughs> I'm gonna go for. Uh, I'm always Mister Optimistic, um, but 
I don't know. I, Joe, you know what? I, I, I'm I'm really conflicted about things. Um, you, you've said we're going to win. I'm going to say it's going to be a one-all draw. We'll be winning one-nil, and we'll do some right daft mistake. You know, 88th minute or something <laughs> like that. We'll we'll just do something <laughs> stupid. And um, and who's going to score us goal? Goal? Who's going to score goal? It's going to be. Um, Bannon's not scored for a while, has he? He's not scored for ages, actually. I think I think Bannon's gonna, you know, he's gonna be listening to this one, and he's gonna hear what I said that he should have had a shot from edge of box, and he's gonna hit one. He had he had a good inning midweek against Watford, pulled you know keeper pulled off a decent save. I think he's gonna he's gonna hit back at net with one um, on Friday yeah. night. It, look, he's gonna get a man at match, match and he's on Sky, so it's nailed on Barry Bannon winning man at match and he always he always does. All my mates always go. Oh, Bannon, how have you got Bannon? He's amazing. Do you know everyone ever watch him on when we're on Sky and <laughs> Yeah, but it's not always like that, lads. Yeah, Joe, you know, you know as well, uh, just just before we finish, I found it so funny that Huddersfield fans, all they kept singing was, uh, oh, Forestieri. And I'm like, mate, you're like, he's not played for us for probably seven years. Like, we really don't care. Like, we're not bothered. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't do it. It's not, you know, what's all that about? Like, living... Live in... I recite back to shit club. They've even got shit band, see what I mean? The club is horrendous, mate. I, I hate them. Honestly, but <laughs> it, it's not even relevant. Like, it just proves that we're living rent-free in the red, that, that, that we're remembering someone from from so far back, do you know what I mean? Like, you know... You missed the penalty once, mate, honestly. Yeah. They are the worst set of fans on earth. At least sing about Jordan Rhodes or someone like that. At least he's a little bit more more relevant, seeing as he played for them more uh, more recently. But yeah, I just didn't I, I didn't get about that one at all. Yeah, but, honestly, it's like when they get a thrown in their own half and they're going, <laughs> and I think it's not even in your half, lads. Like, why are you so excited? Honestly, mate, don't... idiots. I feel like I've touched a nerve, Alex, with that one. With that one. <laughs> honestly, honestly, talent, man. Honestly, horrible. <laughs> right, we're gonna uh, gonna wrap things up. If you want to listen to uh, extra time, we're going to be summarising the uh, the transfer window and, and talking a little bit more about Chancery. Then do join us patreon.com forward slash wtid pod. Uh, Alex, massive thanks for joining me this week. Do uh, do really appreciate. It. Hope you've enjoyed it, pal. Yeah, mate, it's been good. It's been fun. <laughs> Well, as fun as it can be when you've got beat 4-0, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> I remember when I messaged you yesterday <laughs> saying podcast is going to be fun, mate, you know. <laughs> but uh, like I said, you've got to you've got to laugh or else you'll cry. Um, again, massive thanks, everyone, uh, and we'll see you all uh, next week. Fingers crossed, hopefully, we've, uh, we've had two wins. We're still in the FA Cup, and we might be a little bit closer to survival. Chances are none of that will happen, but we'll still be here. So we'll see you all next week. Cheers, guys. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans